that's the thing is like people aren't trying to, they don't want a cleaning service. They don't want a cleaner. They want more time, right? That's the ultimate pain point. It's usually not what the person is selling. It's what kind of emotion or what is the pain that they're experiencing that they want to go away. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. Welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. And today, my guest is Neil Perrick. Now, Neil, how are you? I'm doing very well. I'm excited to be here, Matt. Thanks for having me. I'm excited too. And I'm, I'm even more excited to talk to people about your awesome homepage, which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> but I know that's not what we're here to talk about. Matt, real quick on that one. I think it's always funny hopping on a call with another marketer because immediately you're just like, oh, let's talk about your homepage. And I just loved it. I dove right into it. And it's just funny when you meet someone else like other marketers and your brain works the same way. It's always enjoyable. Well, I, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, everybody who comes on the show, I look at all their websites, I look at their social media, everything, right? And they're not always great, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to single anyone out, but there's some people who've been on the show, you know, and, and usually, I mean, people are, are experts in the thing that they do. And that thing is not always converting clients, right? You know, they might be good at something specific or, you know, they had an agency do something for them and, you know, who knows, but that's another story. So five years ago, you had an idea that local businesses don't need to be managed locally. And you turned your idea into a reality with Made This and you have franchised it now to help homeowners and short-term rental hosts like Airbnb, VRBO, et cetera, with their cleanings. And you've generated millions of revenue while having a remote team, a fully remote team. And you want to help others do the same. So first though, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Made This? Yeah, absolutely. So Made This is a cleaning business focused on two niches. One is just residential cleaning. So Matt, if you need a cleaning, you know, once a week, twice a month, every month, or if you are an Airbnb or VRBO host, and we could sync with the calendar. Anytime you have a guest checkout, it'll automatically schedule cleaning with us. The cleaners go and it just automates that process for it. What's kind of unique about Made This is that we are heavy on the tech side. So the whole team is fully remote. We have a pretty lean team. I think right now our ops team is across about seven different countries. And our our focus is on really customer experience and user experience. So if you look at our website, like we were just talking about, heavy focus on making it very convenient for the end client, heavy focus on the customer experience and customer journey, because I think that's where it really converts well. So I'd say we're probably the most tech forward cleaning company and especially cleaning franchise that's out there in my humble opinion. And since then I've in 2020, we launched the franchise concept to allow other people to have a local business and operate it remotely. So we call that a remote local concept. Nice. And man, I have looked at a lot of cleaning websites over the years, mostly because business networking groups pretty much always have a cleaner, right? Usually two, right? They have a house cleaner and a commercial cleaner. And you know, it's you see, you look at their website and stuff. Oh my God, I have seen some shit that you wouldn't believe, right? I mean, actually, funny, I'm going to bring it up and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus here either, but I was looking up some local real estate agents off of uh, LinkedIn because I need to get a couple people into my networking group here. And, uh, you know, so I meet some people locally. Anyways, I looked at one of them. And the first thing I noticed is that they didn't fill in their license number where the placeholder for their real estate license number is <laughs> on their website, right? And I mean, you've got to have that by law on your website. It should be the first thing that you do if you're a realtor. But anyways, why don't we talk a little bit about your website? Because you can go to madethis.com. It's M-A-I-D-T-H-I-S, madethis.com if you want to look at it. Uh, don't look at it if you're driving. And 
there's a lot of things I like about it, but do you want to maybe give us kind of an overview of the concept? And I know this is not what we agreed to talk about originally, but I like it so much. I think we should talk about it. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever, whatever is helpful. And I love talking about this kind of stuff. So made this as a company, like I said, it's very tech forward cleaning business. And if you go to the website, if you were a consumer, you could uh, easily click a button and it's almost like a gamified form where you say, okay, how big is your home? It's one bedroom. Okay. What extras do you need? When do you need the cleaning? Quickly enter your uh, email address in just for lead capture purposes, and then guide them through the process in terms of online booking. So the whole point is for it to be so intuitive and so optimized that someone could quickly hit the payment form and say, okay, hey, I'm ready to go. I just have to enter my credit card details. Under under that form, there's a lot of social proof. Like we post where our Google reviews are. There's tons of video testimonials on there. Uh, we do have a lot of Google reviews as well. That's something I try to keep pristine as much as possible. And that way, that's great social proof. And the website is geared towards just conversions, right? So you have the booking form. If you read something a little bit further down, it's going to push you to one call to action, which is to either book uh, to book us or on some pages, it's to call us. So the goal of the website is to provide as much comfort for you, the visitor, and it guides you to one single call to action that, that we dictate. So let me tell you the things that I like about it. And the stuff that you said, obviously, you guys have, have implemented that and it works well. But there's all kinds of issues with websites of all kinds. And I mean, some of this stuff is going to be different for different types of businesses. But the first thing that you have is top rated cleaning services in Los Angeles. So I immediately know what it is. I don't have to guess. I don't got to figure out because, you know, the company's name is Venture Beat and the top says bring in the future to you today or something. And I'm like, I don't know what they are. I don't know if they (laughs) make websites or if they make skateboards. Like, who knows, right? And then it says hassle-free house cleaning for busy individuals and vacation rental hosts. Everybody's busy, right? You wouldn't be looking up cleaners if you weren't busy. If you got time to sit on your ass at home, you got time to clean your house. So... I mean, it's self-selecting. And Matt, we've thought about the word hassle-free a lot. That is on purpose, right? Hassle-free cleaning for busy individuals and vacation rentals, a very direct call of who we're trying to target. Hassle-free is important because everything nowadays needs to be hassle-free. If it is a pain in the ass in any way for someone to try and do business with you, they won't. They will be the least, like the tiniest bit of friction. And I have a fantastic study that I can tell you about. So it was Bright Local that did this study originally. It's been redone a few times by other people. But they measured the the speed that it took to go from clicking on a link from Yelp to the time your website loads and how many people you lost along the way. Just from website speed. Just from website speed. And you lose for every second over three seconds you lose another 10% of the clients that go to it. So if you have a five second load time, there's a 20% drop off rate. Wow. So if there's even even one extra second of hassle is too much for people. Yeah, yeah. And I, Matt, I suspect people don't focus on their website as much because you don't quantify how many customers you're losing, right? Talk about phone sales. You have phone sales that someone does not book with you because you didn't pick up. You know that you just lost a sale there. If someone's going to your website and then leaves, you don't exactly know it because you're not in your Google Analytics every day. You don't really check this kind of stuff every day. So it's almost easy to ignore the fact that you're not converting as well on your website as you should. Um, but the reality is for us, I think about 50% of our bookings come from the website. 
And I know we converted a higher clip on the phone, but just the reality is people find the website. It's easy for them to book. They find a slot they want, they book it. And for us, that means I don't need to pay for staff to pick up the phone. I don't need to do the quality assurance. It just, it's automatic, right? And it just makes things so much easier for us. And if somebody didn't go to your website because it didn't load fast enough, you don't find that out, right? Because they don't show up anywhere. Unless they're coming from an ad that they clicked, God forbid. Now you just paid $8 a click or something to have somebody not go to your website. Yeah. The only time you find out is when you're like, why is my revenue so low? <laughs> and by that point, you've already lost the money. So yeah, my ad cost is up, but my revenue is down and we haven't changed anything. Check your website speed. So the next thing on your website is there's, it says how many cleanings you've done, how many hours of time you've saved people, which is a big one, right? Because time saving is the benefit. And that says when you're established, says you have five-star ratings. It says you've worked with HomeAdvisor and Yelp and Thumbtack and Facebook and Google, which I mean, almost every business is on almost all of those sites, but they don't put that on their website, right? But for you, it's social proof, right? It shows these are places we work with where we have five-star ratings. Now, like people just have to take your word for it, right? I mean, they could go look it up, but they're not going to, right? Let's face it. Nobody's checking. I mean, honestly, you, you don't want to say I have a five-star rating, have somebody go look, find out you have one star, but just put it on there, right? It's it's like those signs, you know, that every city in the United States and Canada has a best burgers in the world place, right? Because you, you can say whatever you want. So I do like the next section on your website that says, how will made this help protect me from COVID-19? Right. And then if you read more, it talks about sanitizing your home and, and that kind of thing, which is important, right? Because safety, obviously people are big on that right now. And then you've got a section with video testimonials of clients and it says how many hours each client has saved, which is what people care about. Right. That's the pain point. Absolutely. That's the pain point. And, you know, they call it poke the pain. You know, <laughs> I always feel like it's like you're like poking the monster with a stick, right? to see it's poking the bear to see if it's going to wake up. Yeah. And look, that that's the thing is like people aren't trying to, they don't want a cleaning service. They don't want a cleaner. They want more time, right? That's the ultimate pain point. It's usually not what the person is selling. It's what kind of emotion or what is the pain that they're experiencing that they want to go away. If you sell someone on pain, it sells better than selling them a benefit. So focusing your service on what pain point they're, they're feeling help solve things a lot more. For example, if someone's like marketing the broker service, I'm just spitballing here, Matt, would be, you know, sick of brokers not getting back to you. Sick of brokers not uh, sending you deals immediately, right? If, if they think the end client's pain point is the fact that brokers aren't speedy enough in their replies, that would be a pitch for a broker's website. But it's not, I can sell you a home. Who cares, right? That's not, sure, that's the end result I want, but that's not exactly the pain point I'm seeing and what's going to cause me to pick you versus someone else. So yeah, a lot of the focus of what, we are on is for the time saving uh, for both the residential homeowner or even the vacation rental homeowner who wants to automate a lot of what they're doing and not focus as much time on managing cleaners. Right. So it's, it's all around time saving as opposed to just the cleaning service. So I've got several real estate clients. Mm -hmm. One of them has a really good differentiator and it's kind of funny. So every real estate agent website in the world says, we're going to give you top class service. We're going to help you through this transaction because it's the biggest transaction of your lifetime and yada, 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 yada. And it all sounds the same, right? Mm -hmm. And his says, you know, I'm a luxury real estate agent in this market and I pick up the phone. Simple. I love it. Very simple, right? But I mean, the guy picks up the phone on like the first ring, like every time you call him. And he's, I don't even know how many deals he's gotten of multi million dollar homes 
because somebody went and like Googled the result and he was third or something on the list and they called the other two people and they didn't pick up the phone and he was third. Matt, let me tell you a story. So we, we're doing, we're franchising, right? And we are, I'm, I'm going through the process with some prospects. And I said, I, all I tell them is, hey, go go look at, do, and do some competitor analysis. Call the cleaning companies in your area. And one individual, I won't say what city he's from in the US, who's looking at franchising me this. He's like, Neil, you're not going to believe this. I called 10 cleaning companies. Two of them got back to me in a day, in one day. That was it. And so my point to him was like, See how great this is? All you got to do is pick up the phone, especially on the local, if you're talking about local businesses and you're head of the competition. It's wild. So there was a study done in 2017 for the amount of time that people expect a business to get back to them when they message them on Facebook. And there was also the same study was done by business owners in the same area to see what they thought was an acceptable amount of time to get back to someone if they message them on Facebook. And the business owners, on average, said 48 hours was it of business days was an acceptable amount of time to get back to them. And the average consumer said 12 minutes was the average time that they would wait. <laughs> oh, man. So you can see the difference, right? Yeah. And that was, shit, that was four years ago now. It's got to be quicker now. Can you imagine? I mean, I can't imagine calling someone and then getting back to me in two days and still expecting that I'm going to do business with them. It is wild. It is. Well, I can't tell you how, like we've made hundreds of thousands of dollars just because people are like, Hey, the only ones to pick up the phone is wild. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's hit the next thing on your homepage. So it explains how your service works very, very simply. It says book it in 60 seconds. Someone's going to come and clean your house. You get your time back, right? It's, it's always, it should always be a three-step plan. I don't know if anybody knows this. It's very structured uh, and you may have, have looked at this as like the story brand framework, right? I don't know. Sorry. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but. I am familiar with story brand. I didn't copy their framework, but I'm assuming so many people have that I probably copied those people. So by default, <laughs> I probably have. Well, part of the story brand framework is that a plan has three steps, right? And they always illustrate it in, in their classes by handing someone three bowling balls. And so you can hold three because you can hold one in each arm and you can put the other one on top of the other two. But any more than that, one falls off. Right. And I'm sure it's funny to watch, but like four or five steps is too many steps for somebody. They just think it's too complicated. But one or two steps is not a plan. So three is a plan. Maybe four, you know, but generally three. Makes sense. And then you've got a five step cleaning process. And. You know, it shows actual steps, like two people standing in front of five steps, and then each step is labeled with a step in the process. So, Matt, the psychology behind this, and it, it kind of comes from a story. I forgot what company it was, but I think, let's say Budweiser. A long time ago, all these companies were just competing and marketing their beers. And one time a consultant came to, I think, Budweiser and toured the factory. And the guys at the factory were just like, uh, hey, this is how we make you. You know, you you have the yeast, you do this, you do this, and you do X, Y, and Z. And then the consultant was like, great, market that. And the guy's like, well, ev literally everyone does this. What are you talking about? And the guy said, don't worry about it. Just put what you said in your process in, in the public. And when they did that, sales skyrocketed. And the reality is what we're doing is not crazy different from what other cleaning companies are doing, but we're just explaining it in a simple way, in ways where people look at it and say, oh, that's very thorough. 
other companies can be equally as thorough, but they're probably just not explaining what they're doing to people. So all we're doing in this section is saying, this is exactly what we're doing. And we make the graphics look really cool and, and show them what they're getting as part of our system. So that's it. Yeah. You know, that company was Coors. That was Coors. Okay. It was Coors because what I, they ended up doing is they had actually a very famous ad around that, which was you should buy Coors because it's cold filtered in the Rockies, right? With Rocky Mountain water. And every beer was cold filtered then because it was the only filtering process. Like there's no other way to filter beer back then. But they said it first. And then anybody who else who tried to say it, and they said, wow, ours is cold filtered too. People didn't give a shit because now you're just copying <laughs> Coors, right? So everybody else was too late to the game. And uh, yeah, I think, I think that's what you're doing here. And then after that, you've got kind of the, the, the benefits explained and then frequently asked questions, which are always important. And, you know, you've got a little call to action at the end. If you're not ready yet, put your email address in, you know, we'll send you some information, some cool cleaning tips, you know, yada, yada. So, yeah, I mean, you've covered all the bases there. I think it's fantastic. Anybody listening to this, I mean, look at your website for your company, take some notes, go look at madethis.com, maybe get your house cleaned or your vacation rental, (laughs) right? Take some notes on how they set up their homepage, because I think you guys did great work here. Thank you, man. Thank you. And look, the key, the key parts of this and, you know, someone doesn't need to recreate all the graphics on their own website, but I'll just note some things we have, like you mentioned, Matt, at the top, an exact, very succinct description of who you are and what you what you do. A call out of the pain points. We talk about time because that's the pain point of the customers. You notice there's a guarantee badge up on top. Always have a guarantee, just something people can latch onto. Domino's had 30 minutes or less. Geico, uh, 50 minutes or less can save you 15% or more, right? Like there's always some sort of catchphrase, some guarantee. And then going down, do you just have social proof? And then a call, one single call to action. If you have those elements, your website's going to be better than 80% of the people out there. <laughs> you know, there's a funny thing. This happened actually quite a while ago. We talked about it on one of the very first podcasts. I think it was episode two. And or this is going to be episode 170 something, right? So the idea was that people constantly in the web design world, they like spend oodles and oodles of time on what's the picture or video or whatever going to be at the top of the homepage. What's the color of the button? Yeah. What's the color of the button and all this kind of stuff. Right. But I was like, look, it doesn't really matter. Okay. What really matters is the words on the page, right? Can you clearly succinctly tell people what it is that you do and what is the competitive advantage that you have or that you're going to give them? So what we did is I took all the pictures off my homepage for my company and people thought I was fucking crazy, right? They're like, you can't, you're, you're like a web development and SEO company can't take all the pictures off your homepage, right? So we took all the pictures off and all I did is left the wording that explained what we did and our sales went up 20%. Wow. <laughs> so here's the thing. Yes, pictures matter. Yes, branding matters. However, they don't matter as much as the words. And I think that's important. You know, because if, if you have all the pictures and everything you had on your website and I came here and it said making clean fun again or something like that, I'd be like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm, like, just, I'm just here to order cleaning service. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> like, I don't even know what it is. So let's talk a little bit more about running a remote business because I run a remote business also. And so how did you kind of get the idea that you could do cleaning of all things, which is something that's very localized. I mean, somebody physically has to go there, how you could do that remotely. 
Yeah, good question. And like most things, I think it's just out of necessity. So I used to work in finance. I worked at a venture capital company. I wanted to quit and travel. That was it. And I'm like, hey, I want some side project to work on while traveling. So I started me this. came across it on a post on Reddit. Matt, are you familiar with Reddit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I came across both someone who started a cleaning company. I thought, you know, amongst e-commerce and all these other things I'm trying to do to have a remote business, I'll just try this. Maybe this is the one that started to work. So now I was kind of in a conundrum where I thought, okay, well, I'm quitting and I'm going to travel. My cleaning business is the one that's working. How do I make this remote? Because I have a one-way flight to Columbia. I need to figure out how to make this remote from day one. So I started to put in the systems to make a remote by having the ops team globalized. We use Slack. You know, all these things people are doing post-COVID, we were doing years ago just out of pure necessity. So the cleaners go straight from their homes to the job site. Um, There is no office location. We run a very lean team. And we just have to systemize things with, with specific meetings to keep you know, everything tight and going. But yeah, there's a lot of different iterations of, of how to do it properly and finding the right team, finding a global team, and then just keep on improving and building the systems from there. So that's a lot of what we're selling as part of Made This Franchise is, hey, we've done this remote thing for years on the local cleaning company. You could do the same. Here's all the systems we've created. Nice. And so I assume that there is some more technology for the franchisee or for your business on the back end also. Yeah, exactly. It's all third-party software, right? There's nothing crazy proprietary, but the proprietary part is how we've linked everything together and how you actually interact with it, right? We have zaps linking from one lead to another, automated email funnels on our end for just our CRM and how we manage the cleaners or manage the jobs, you know, that's done in a specific way. So yeah, it's all third-party software, but there's there's a software stack. So for people who may not be familiar on the tech side as much, zaps are basically little connectors that you can use to go from one piece of software to another to pass data and it'll format correctly on each end. Yep. And make it very easy. Right. And then there's also APIs, which basically do the same thing, but are called application programming interfaces. But without getting too much into the tech. So for I know that it can be a bit of a pain point for people who are doing like VRBO, right, or Airbnb and that stuff, because you have to get it cleaned in between the time when the other people leave and the new people are going to be there. So there's a lot of scheduling issues. Doing it yourself can be a huge pain in the ass, right? How have you kind of solved that scheduling issue for the people who are doing short-term vacation rental? Yeah. So we, the way we actually teach franchisees to do it is we do both residential cleaning as well as vacation rental cleaning. But that middle slot, 11 to 3, we don't allow any residential customers to book that slot. They have to book either 8 a.m. slot or 3.30 slot. So that stays open. Next, you have specific cleaners that we've onboarded who are very good at that type of cleaning. You see people coming from a hotel cleaning background. And uh, our guarantee, like before, Matt, we're talking about the guarantee. This is what hooks the owner. Never a no-show guarantee. It does cause extra stress for us, but you as the homeowner are willing to pay by saying, I know the cleaning is going to get taken care of. I'm paying more for it, but I know for sure at least it's going to get taken care of. The cleaner is not going to flake because people are always worried about flaky cleaners or someone not showing up. And then the guest is walking into a a dirty unit. They leave a one-star review that Airbnb listing tanks. So that's some of the biggest worries and pain points. So yeah, we're, we're able to guarantee it by just ensuring we're properly staffed. We don't have too many customers where there's not enough demand and just making sure we have the calendars so we could forecast the bookings which are coming in which we do through the software nice so my business partner scott burson used to rent out with vacations and and you're familiar with them i think you said you work with them yep 
And just for anybody who's not familiar, if you do vacation rentals, high trips, fabulous, by the way, there they have software that kind of schedules your stuff on all the sites. And when it gets booked on one platform, it automatically takes it off the other platforms and does a bunch of stuff like that. But they do, they had, they would handle all the cleanings on our behalf. And I don't know how they did it, but it was always done. And I know talking to Corey in, in Portland, who runs iTrip there, you know, there's a lot of times that like they would get the call at the last minute and they've got somebody coming to see, you know, to, to go to the vacation unit in like two hours and it's an hour drive. So they have to like stop whatever they're doing, <laughs> throw all their shit in the car, drive for an hour and clean a house in an hour before somebody gets there, you know? So yeah, I mean, that's a serious problem. I mean, especially if you have a lot of units. That's a huge problem. And that's why people look, that's our problem, right? Like if someone works with us, that's no longer their problem. That is our problem. And candidly, it is it is tough, right? Because you always have to have cleaners who are ready to go. You have to understand when demand days are. You have to understand when cleaners are going to be off. But that's the the benefit of what we're offering these hosts is that is no longer your problem. So exactly that. And I mean, that's a huge pain point, right? And, and you know, solving Solving other people's pain is, is, you know, it's, it's basically the basis of business, right? Right. Exactly. Oh man. So I, I know we didn't hit too much on how to like, you know, run your company remotely kind of thing, which we originally had talked about, but I think this was a great kind of primer on how to make a website and a business that converts well and how to make a process that's, you know, hassle free, like you said. Yeah. And uh, what I would say to Matt is all we talked about with the website is stuff, which is like the basis of marketing. And the cool part about having a local business for anyone is that a lot of your competition doesn't know marketing, right? And if you're probably listening to this podcast, you probably already know marketing, maybe a little bit better than everyone else. So at least the way we oftentimes see it, you just have to be a little bit better than your competition as it relates to marketing when you're talking about the local spectrum. Your service still has to be good, of course, but if it is oftentimes in the local realm, People are two years behind the times as it comes to marketing. So as long as you do stuff well, like getting your website in order, doing the like the building blocks, you know, doing basic SEO, basic email marketing, you're already going to be ahead of the competition just by doing those base foundational things. Yeah. And if you're in a smaller market, you are going to be head and shoulders above the competition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't stress enough how bad some places are when it comes to uh, marketing, when you get out of kind of the major metropolitan areas, man. So, so the other day, here's an example. I, I know I used the real estate licensing example earlier, but a friend of mine was looking for their networking group. They were trying to find uh, a web developer or a web designer, somebody to come in, basically a web company, right? And they're in a different region than me. And it's not important why I'm not in there. The important part is that they found more than one web designer listed that they couldn't find a website for. <laughs> like, so either they don't have one or their website is so bad that no one can find it when they're looking for them. I don't even know how that's possible. Especially if someone's pitching a marketing tag, like that's, that's a marketing company they're looking for. And I'm going to help you market your business, except no one can find me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's amazing. Right. Yeah. So much opportunity out there, especially in the local markets. And yeah, Matt, like you said, especially when you get out of big cities, right? At least for cleaning services, you try to compete in New York. It's tough. There's tons of people there. There's 10, 15 million people there. It's tough. But you really don't need, for many local businesses, you don't need that much 
real estate, quote unquote, in terms of like people to service to make a good chunk of change. So you don't really need to be in these massively competitive cities. And now the fact that you could do things remotely, you could kind of pick markets which are close to you, which aren't as hyper competitive, do it in a remote basis, do basic tactics for marketing and just crush the competition. So I think there's there's tons of opportunity now, which have never existed in the past just because we're able to do things remote now. Yeah. And, you know, along that same line of what you're saying, a lot of people try to brand themselves as the business for every everyone everywhere and not, you know, just for the market, the addressable market. You know, like you guys do L.A. L.A. is a big city, obviously. Right. But it's going to be people who can afford your service, you know, and, and all those things. So you're kind of it's got some self-selection in there. But, you know, if it's New York, you're a local business and you got two people cleaning offices, you only have to be the best office cleaner in Brooklyn. You don't got to be <laughs> the best in for the New York state. Yeah. In some cases, Matt, it's like one building, like you get one apartment building, you could be a million dollar cleaning business, right? It's just, it's, you just don't need that much real estate. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a interesting thing. A guy that I heard on the real estate uncensored podcast, which is fabulous if you're into real estate or marketing real estate. But anyway, they had a guy on there. I can't remember his name right now. Anyways, his wife got transferred for work. He was a real estate agent. So he moved to a new place where he didn't know anyone. And they moved into a condo in this big high rise condo building. And he got it licensed in that state. And then he went to all the like condo like meet your neighbor parties and and all the local events around within you know three four blocks of the building kind of thing and then he ran facebook ads in like the smallest like the one kilometer circle around the building saying that he was the real estate agent for that building just it that's it right like whatever the whatever the condo complex was called you know smart condominium blah blah palladium or whatever and he's like i'm the real estate agent for palladium condominium and like he, he did like 20 deals, you know, that's a couple hundred thousand dollars a year in, in income just for one building. Right. So localization works, people. Yep, absolutely. Neil, if somebody wants to reach out to you or they want to find out about get their house cleaned or their VRB out or they want to get some information about franchising, how would they get a hold of you? Sure. You could made this.com, M-A-I-D-T-H-I-S.com. You can check out the website that Matt and I were talking about. It's a button on top there that says made this franchising. In case you're interested, that would be made this franchise.com or even me personally, neilparek.co, N-E-E-L-P-A-R-E-K-H.co. You can reach me directly. I check any message I get personally. So feel free to reach out. Perfect, Neil. And uh, thanks a lot for coming on the show. And thanks for making an awesome service and an awesome website. <laughs> thanks so much, Matt. That was fun. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Join us next week as we dive into more tips and ideas to grow your business. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson. Mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.